Welcome to the Progressive Property Podcast. Helping you invest in property for freedom, choice and profit. You'll learn new, innovative and multiple streams of property income. Whether you want to start, scale or systemize. And even if you don't have deposits. What is the best property investment strategy for this year? So welcome back to the channel. I'm going to be sharing with you what I believe you should be looking for in the current property market. I get asked this question all the time. What's the best property investment strategy? And people are expecting me to say, you know, houses in multiple occupation or single let buy to lets or commercial conversions or serviced accommodation or a property investment strategy. But here's the reality. It is not about what is the best property investment strategy right now. Different strategies work better in different areas, but all these strategies work all the time. You can always do serviced accommodation for years now. You can always do buy, refurbish, rent, refinance, single let, buy to lets, commercial conversions, HMOs, whatever the property investment strategy is. They've always worked for the last 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years. They always will work. Legislation might change slightly in certain areas. That means you have to adapt to how you do them, but the fundamentals are the same. Property investment strategies work everywhere all the time. However, most people know this. The challenge isn't, does the property investment strategy work? The challenge is, how do I get the house to be allowed me to do that strategy? So it's great to know how to run a single let buy to let. It's great to know how to manage HMO tenants. It's great to know exactly how to run a serviced accommodation unit, you know, how to advertise online and find guests or find tenants if it's a rental property. But I don't have a house to do it in. I don't have a property to do that in. And before you ever think about a property investment strategy, you need to be thinking about how do I get the keys of the house? Now, no money down property investing techniques are the techniques that allow you to get the keys of a property. And immediately when you hear the word no money down, you start to switch off and go, you can't do property with no money. Ironically, many people watching this, you can't do property with your money down. Think about that for a moment. People say, I can't do no money down. No, you can't do your money down. And those that can do your money down, maybe you can do one, maybe you can do two, but then you run out of money. So no money down property investment techniques are not actually doing property with no money. There are a number of concepts. One is you could do them with no money, but two is none of your money. Three is no money left in, and four is actually very little money, so as little as a pound and some legal fees. So significantly less than 25% deposit, significantly less than stamp duty. Now I'll have the keyboard warrior at home right now going, ooh, that's not no money down, you needed a pound. Okay, maybe you should get out of your own way, because it's significantly less than 25% deposits. Let me know in the chat box, by the way, if you'd like to know how to get the keys of properties for significantly less than 25% deposits, if that would interest you. The whole concept of no money down property investing is actually really around creative property investing and how you build your property portfolio without having to earn money in a job. It could be somebody else's property. So maybe use a strategy like rent to rent, where you rent a property off another landlord and then re-let that property out. 
Now, many people will say to me, well, I want to be a property owner. I don't want to do rent to rent. Well, don't confuse property investing with the property business owner. Most property investors, they own a job. So what do I mean by that? Well, there's about 2.2 million property investors in the UK. 2.2 million, right? And out of that number of property investors, over 90 plus percent of them own one to two houses. Some own one, some own two. The average is about 1.2 or 1.3 properties per person if you broke it down per capita. Um, now, interestingly, the reason they have only one or two properties is most property people are property investors and they have a job and a buy-to-let property. A job and a buy-to-let property that they have as a pension plan. Or they have a job and a pension and a buy-to-let property to subsidize their pension. But they are not business owners. Most business owners, by the way, they don't own the building the business is run out of. So hairdressers, kebab shops, takeaways, um, corner shops. They rent a building, they rent a building to run their business. But in property, we think we've got to buy to let. So you've got to buy to rent. But the problem when you buy to rent is you need 25% deposits, you need stamp duty. And then, by the way, when you put down your 25% deposit to buy the property, you are buying a 75% mortgage. You're buying a debt, a mortgage, a two-part Latin word. Mort, meaning mortuary, gedge, meaning pledge, a death pledge. You are putting down a 25% deposit. So you're spending time in a job, saving up a 25% deposit to buy a death pledge of 75%. Why don't you just rent the property, not pay 25% deposit, not pay stamp duty, and let it out to other people? You see, when you think about no money down property investment techniques, if I was to draw a line down here, everything on that side of the line is the same. The rental part, the tenants you find, the guests you find, what you do with the property is the same. The biggest challenge that most people have is they cannot get in in the first place. They don't know how to do this side of the line because their focus is on traditional thinking. And traditional thinking is that I need cash to buy a property to rent. I need a mortgage to buy a property to rent. But what if you just rented a property to rent or you did a lease option to rent or you did an exchange with delayed completion to rent? or you did vendor finance to rent, or joint venture finance to rent, or private investor finance to rent. No money down property investment techniques allow you more ideas other than traditional thinking of cash plus a mortgage to get into the property. They're the techniques that allow you to do what you want to do, which is rent the property out, create the income from that property. And then you can start to use these investment techniques together to create more income from the same property. So many business owners will rent a building, run a business, and then they'll use the income from that business to buy investment properties. Well, what if you were to rent a property on a rent-to-rent -rent basis from a landlord, and then start to make income from that property, but also bolt on 
a lease option to buy or you do exchange with delayed completion. So exchange contracts on the property today, delay the completion and complete that purchase at some point in the future. So you could just work with me here, you could secure this property on a rent to rent contract or and then make money from it, lock in a lease option, the option to buy, and then use the money that you make from the property, keep it, keep it, keep it, save it up, save it up, save it up, and once you've saved up your 25% deposit, instead of saving it from earned income in a job, why don't you save it from saved income from the rental from the property? And then use that money that you've made from the property to buy that property. See, traditional property investors, they're out there at the moment, and what they're trying to do is save up money in a job to buy property. In property investing, the two things that I focus on is not buying property. I want to buy time and I want to buy debt. So think about this, buy time and buy debt. Your two most valuable assets, time and debt. Now, traditional thinking is get out of debt. The school system, the world we live in, you're taught in school system, in society, to get a good education, get a good job, get yourself a mortgage when you're young, get a credit card at 0%, take out a personal loan for the nice car, and get yourself in debt to trap yourself in the system. And then over the next few years, get yourself out of debt. And the government wants you and they'll promote you to get out of debt by the time you get to retirement age. Pay down your mortgage, pay off your mortgage, make sure that you've got plenty of equity, make sure you've got lots of equity, and then make sure you've got a will. Because if you have a will, yeah, there's a way to pass that asset on to the future generation. But also if there's a will, there's a way to tax that future generation, inheritance tax. And the principles that poor people follow is poor people, poor mindset people, follow the system of getting into debt at a young age and get out of debt for retirement. If you retire with no debt, you will likely retire not very wealthy. You might not be poor, but you won't be significantly wealthy. Now, think about this before you go crazy in the comments. I would like to know your opinion on this, by the way. This is gonna be very controversial. There'll be a lot of people go, no, 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 you don't wanna have debt. Well, Dave Ramsey in America says, don't have any debt. Yet people like Robert Kiyosaki, they say, have good debt. Now, Robert Kiyosaki, in a recent interview that I listened to, Rich Dad, Poor Dad author, said that he was asked the question, is he a billionaire? And he proudly smiled and said, of over a billion of debt. You see, there's a big difference between good debt and bad debt. And when you go to save up your money to buy a property, you're saving up, saving up, saving up to buy that property, you take on a traditional mortgage. And typically you'll get a 75% loan to value mortgage. So you're buying a property, buying a property with a 25% life savings, you're really buying a debt, not a property. You're buying a 75% debt. So let me show you that. I'm gonna buy a 100 grand property. 
Other numbers are available. Other numbers are available, but a hundred grand property, very simply, because 75% of 100, you're gonna put down a 25K deposit, which is 25%, and you're gonna take out a 75K mortgage, that's 75% as a buy-to-let. Now, when you do this, take out your 75K mortgage, that mortgage is gonna cost you money every month. So let's say it costs you, I don't know, 400 pound per calendar month, as an example, other numbers are available. Your plan to service that debt is to rent the property out for maybe 650 pound a month. Again, other numbers are available, depending where you are in the country. The person who is watching this now going, oh, you can't buy a house for 100 grand in my area, change the number, because you probably also can't rent it for 650 in your area. The rent will be higher. But in simple principle terms, you want to buy a 100 grand house, you put down a 25K deposit from your life savings, you take out a 75K debt, a debt. You rent the house out for, 400, for 650 a month, you pay the mortgage of 400 pound a month, that's the mortgage, that's the rent, and you make a profit of 250 pound a month. Now, I go to people and I say, why don't you buy? Instead of buying your own debt, because really what you've done here is you have bought a 75% debt. Why don't you speak to the owner of the 100 grand house and ask them if they currently have a debt on that property? And the interesting thing about the world right now with the property market dropping in value is a house that might have been purchased for 110 grand on a 90% mortgage may well have a 99K mortgage on that property. The people who own it, um, they go through some challenges uh, personally, they lose a job, they've got relationship issues, whatever it may be. They decide they wanna move abroad, and then they look to sell their property. But it's gone down in value from the 110 grand to maybe, I don't know, 105 grand. But then they try to sell it on an estate agent's window. Nobody's buying, they're getting silly offers of 75, 80, 85, 90. But if they sell it for 90 grand, they owe the bank 99, they're gonna lose money. So I come along and I say, look it, I'll give you your 100 grand. But to buy it at 100 grand, I'm gonna to need to put down a 25K deposit. And then I'm gonna to need to take out a 75K mortgage, a death pledge. And I'm gonna to have to pay the bank a few hundred pound a month to service that mortgage, the 400 quid a month. I'm gonna put a tenant in at 650 quid per calendar a month to make a profit. But you're gonna lose money if I give you 90 grand. I would rather give you 1,000 pound to buy your current mortgage instead of paying 25 grand to buy a new mortgage. You can take over and service somebody else's debt. Now, there's a certain way you gotta do this. There's the right paperwork to put in place. You need to use the right solicitors. You gotta have positioned this in the right way to the owner. It's not just as simple as ringing up the bank and say, I wanna take over this person's debt. There's an entire process to go through to do that. Um, but you take on this mortgage of 99K, you service their mortgage. Now somebody watching this might say, well why would you take on somebody else's debt? How are you, what are you gonna do with it? You, you took on a debt. But you're taking on a debt anyway. When you buy a property with 25% deposit, you're buying debt. And the interesting thing is, once you understand this, the richest people on this planet are the ones with the most good debt. I'm putting one grand in instead of putting in 25K. I got no stamp duty now because I've not completed the purchase yet. 
that 99 grand debt may be on a lower interest rate than the rate that I can get. So I might only be paying 400, I might be paying less than 400. I might be paying a bit more, maybe I'm paying 450 on this debt, but I'm still making a profit from that property. Now I can take it and then I can rent it in a way that I wish to rent that property out in. So you cannot make money from property unless you first have the property. The no money down investment techniques is a different way of thinking that allows you to get the keys of the properties and allow you to get your money to go much, much further. Can you really do deals for a thousand pound? You can do deals for one pound, one pound. The, recently, SVB Bank, American Bank was sold to HSBC for a pound. In 2019, Thomas Cook was sold to the Hayes Group for one pound. But billionaire gypsy Alfie Best in the 1990s recession bought lots of properties, controlled them for as little as a pound. The rich are saving up, right? Building up their debts. The rich are building up good debt while the poor are trying to get out of debt. And in a down market, in a recession, in a um, cost of living crisis, there's no better time than to buy good debt of those that need to sell that debt quickly, to move on quickly. There's loads of one pound deals happening. Uh, Philip, the Purple Bricks was just sold for one pound to SVB. Let's do that again. There's loads of one pound deals happening. Purple Bricks was sold for one pound to strike recently. Um, it's happening all around you. Ken Bates bought Chelsea Football Club in 1982 for a pound. Manchester United was structured in their purchase by the Glaziers by restructuring the debt and taking it on by not putting any money in. You look down through the rich list, they're all controlling good debt. They're all using these techniques to control good debt, while the poor average person is following the traditional system of saving up their deposit, working hard in a job. If you want to be super, super wealthy, if you want to be in the 1%, you need to have a lot of good debt. Whether you like it or not, you already know this. The richest people on this planet are the ones who understand how to control good debt. While those that are falling behind financially are the ones that are trying to get out of debt. Look, I want you to be successful in property this year. Now, you might be looking at me going, why would you want me to be successful? Very simple, collaboration. I've never found anything in my life where if you work together with people, it rises all ships. When I worked in a job, in a normal corporate job, you stepped on each other for promotions. In property investing, if you found a great deal, we could do something together. If I find a great deal, we could do something together. We can, one person could find a deal, one person could fund a deal. One person could find a deal, one person could manage the deal. The great thing about property investing, and now more than ever, is collaboration is the key. Collaboration rises all ships together. We are not competing with each other, we are collaborating with each other. And I see so many people, and they're, they're trying, right? They're trying to save up this 25K deposit, wasting their most valuable asset time. We are in a window of opportunity right now. 
in the current market for the next maybe 18 months to two years where you can massively scale your business by controlling existing good debt. And for many people, they're gonna go down the traditional thinking and they're gonna spend the biggest opportunity that we've had in a generation saving up to buy one house. You already know that if you buy one house, it will not change your life. You start off with some money, no property, and a job. You save and save and save and save, using up your valuable asset time. You save enough money, you buy a house. Now you've got no money, one property, and a job. If you want to get out of your job, if you want to join the 1%, and it is not difficult to get into the 1%. If you earn 50 grand a year right now in the UK, that puts you in the 1%. You need to be in the 0.1%. The new 1 million is 10 million. A millionaire, a millionaire years ago was a lot of money. A millionaire today is not a lot of money. And if you're not even a millionaire, it's because you're following a system that is broken. Saving up a deposit, saving up a deposit, saving up a deposit, and you're falling further and further behind. The biggest generational opportunity that's ever been there, the current marketplace, if you go through it in the next two to three years and only do one deal or two deals, you will still have a job. Let's get you doing lots of deals. There's a completely free report. It's in the pinned comments and it's in the description that can teach you how to get started in property creatively. Come and meet me at one of my discovery days. I run creative property investment, no money down discovery days here in Peterborough regularly on a regular basis. Reach out to us, find out about them and get yourself booked on one of the upcoming events. Come and meet me and let's see if we could collaborate through this period of time where I can show you how to find these deals where you can acquire good debt and make cash flow from those debts. Let's get you moving on your property journey. I'm on here week after week after week sharing with you different properties we have acquired, showing you around. There's loads of videos. You can watch one here now or you can wait till the end and another one will appear on the screen. But you got to ask yourself, how? How can you show so many property deals week after week after week? It's very simple. I am not saving up 25% deposits to acquire these properties. We're using creative property investment techniques. I am focused, while many people are focused on saving up a deposit in their job, I am focused on this side of the line. The rent to rents, yeah the lease options, the exchange delayed completions, the vendor finance, the joint venture finance, the private investor finance. There's techniques I haven't even mentioned like assisted sales and tenant buyers. There's many different creative property investment techniques. That's how the large scale property investors are building up their portfolios. If you wanna build your portfolio quickly, watch more content right here in the channel and come and meet me sometime. Make it your year to come and see me. I've been Kevin McDonald, you've been amazing, I'll see you next time.